Coming up on 5-Minute News. Joe Biden says right to vote still under attack. Ron DeSantis addresses Californians ahead of White House run. And Russian missiles hit Ukrainian town Bakhmut as war continues. It's Monday, March 6. I'm Anthony Davis. Joe Biden used these searing memories of Selma's Bloody Sunday to recommit to a cornerstone of democracy, lionizing a seminal moment from the civil rights movement at a time when he has been unable to push enhanced voting protections through Congress and a conservative Supreme Court has undermined a landmark voting law. Selma is a reckoning. The right to vote, to have your vote counted, is the threshold of democracy and liberty. With it, anything's possible, Biden told a crowd of several thousand people seated on one side of the historic Edmund Pettus Bridge, named for a reputed Ku Klux Klan leader. This fundamental right remains under assault. The conservative Supreme Court has gutted the Voting Rights Act over the years. Since the 2020 election, a wave of states and dozens and dozens of anti-voting laws fueled by the big lie. And the election deniers now elected to office, he said. Just hours earlier, the disgraced former president, Donald Trump, was in Washington for the CPAC conference and delivered a predictable keynote speech littered with racism, bigotry and xenophobia and still refusing to concede the presidential election. As a candidate in 2020, Joe Biden promised to pursue sweeping legislation to bolster protection of voting rights. Two years ago, his 2021 legislation, named after civil rights leader John Lewis, the late Georgia congressman, included provisions to restrict partisan gerrymandering of congressional districts, strike down hurdles to voting, and bring transparency to a campaign finance system that allows wealthy donors to bankroll political causes anonymously. It passed the then-democratic-controlled House, but it failed to draw the 60 votes needed to advance in a Senate under control by Biden's party. With Republicans now running the House, passage of such legislation is highly unlikely. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took his extremist fight against liberalism deep into the Democratic territory of California on Sunday, part of a national roadshow as he lays the ground for an expected White House bid. DeSantis has been meeting with wealthy donors in recent days and burnishing his national credentials in a series of speeches boasting about his achievements in Florida while lambasting the woke ideology of leaders in Democratic strongholds, including California and New York. DeSantis, who is expected to announce a presidential run in the next few months, has made his war on civility a central theme of his governorship and a way to appeal to his Republican base. While he has not yet announced a White House bid, one candidate who has, Donald Trump, clearly views DeSantis as a major potential threat as the Republican nominating contest kicks into gear. Trump has already launched personal and political attacks on DeSantis as the race for the Republican Party's 2024 White House nomination begins to heat up. 
DeSantis speaking at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, about 50 miles north of Los Angeles, made a veiled reference to the chaos of Trump's presidency and his defeat to Democratic President Joe Biden in 2020. DeSantis, who narrowly won election to the governor's mansion in 2018, touted his landslide re-election in November. He attacked Democratic governors and leaders as being infected with a woke mind virus. The term woke has become shorthand among opponents as any kind of inclusivity of minority groups. Russian shelling destroyed homes and killed one person in northern Ukraine's Kharkiv province, the region's governor said yesterday, while fighting raged in the fiercely contested eastern city of Bakhmut. The town of Kupiansk is about 18 miles from the Russian border. The region has come under frequent attacks, even though Russian ground forces withdrew from the area nearly six months ago. At least five homes were razed in the latest attack that left a 65-year-old man dead. Two civilians were killed over the past day in Bakhmud, the Donetsk province governor said. Russian forces have spent months trying to capture the city as part of their offensive in eastern Ukraine, and the area has seen some of the bloodiest ground fighting of the war. In recent days, Ukrainian units destroyed two key bridges just outside Bakhmut, including one linking it to the nearby town of Chasivyar, along the last remaining Ukrainian resupply route, according to UK military intelligence officials and other Western analysts. The Institute for the Study of War, a Washington-based think tank, assessed last week that Kiev's actions may point to a looming pullout from parts of the city. It said Ukrainian troops may conduct a limited and controlled withdrawal from particularly difficult sections of eastern Bakhmut while seeking to inhibit Russian movement there and limit exit routes to the west. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.